Hey, Mark, you love Guar. Why don't you join the band? <laughs> I love you, Eddie. Clueless killed the Empire Record Stars. Clueless killed the Empire Record Stars. Na, 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 na. Today's about Empire Records. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. So today is very special. Uh, if we've done things correctly, it should be episode 50. Boom. And should be released on the 19th of August. What's so special about the 19th of August, I hear you ask? Mm. Mm. I think uh, that's the day we kick-started that whole podcasting yes. affair. Happy anniversary, guys! <laughs> We're a year old. We're a year old. Yes. Um, we will unveil or unveil. Well, there will be... Oh, you were a, right the first time. Reveal yeah. or unveil. Mm. We'll unveil a new uh, plate uh, that we just uh, received. And uh, yeah. that uh, mm -hmm. is unveiled today on the 19th of August for the anniversary. And it's there, hidden behind uh, a Hamlet uh, first page. And be, um, before the end, uh, we will uh, reveal what it is. Mm -hmm. So today is another incursion inside the vault. Jan, you want to introduce your vault entry? Yes, that is uh, my vault. Um, so obviously, uh, Liv Tyler initiated the, <laughs> the why I like this movie in the first place. Of course. And then um, I... I related a bit with uh, um, towards uh, the struggling of AJ to announce uh, to Corey he was in love with her. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's pretty much at the same time in my life that I started to write poetry. Mm. Cool. Uh, yeah, and be uh, started to be attracted to girls and stuff, uh, even though that was quite late, I must say. <laughs> uh, I started to write poetry. I had a nom de plume, uh, which was... A.J. Cooper. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got the name from the from Empire Records. Uh, it was a secret uh, endeavor. Nobody knew at the time what I was doing. I should have trademarked uh, A.J. Cooper because since then, now it's the name of a character in uh, uh, Las Vegas. Okay. <laughs> and played by Tom Selleck. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. And it's also uh, the name of a published sci-fi author. Ah, what did they, what is he write? Do we know it? Uh, I just, what, um, something, uh, what was it? <laughs> History. Why did I have to ask the question that Yam wasn't prepared for? No, I have it here. <laughs> uh, it was the, wait, ah, oh. it's uh, somewhere. Um, call it something, uh, oh, there is a. Ulfur Crisis Trilogy, Imperial Chronicles. All oh, right, he's a prolific writer with, then. Yes, yes. Okay. And retrospectively, watching it today again, I think, because, so to be clear, I have one brother and one sister that's not unknown to you, mm -hmm. but I... Are you going to surprise us again like you do on some episodes? No. Say, surprise, I actually have another no. twin. No. Here no. they are in the, in the in Glasgow. No, uh, I... I never felt like a big brother, like because I was the first one. Mm. But I, I was always, you know, in the um, at school when it was like uh, recreation time. I was always on my own, mm. and I, um, I never felt I had friends. Well, the best uh, symptom of that uh, is that today I cannot really say I have any childhood friends. Mm. I, I can't. I don't. 
And I think uh, this camaraderie of those guys uh, in their store and uh, having their little adventures, uh, really, I, I, I related mm. also with the, um, the, um, that thing you do, guys, the wonders, which uh, we'll talk about in the, soon after this episode. I probably I did something I don't know I probably should have managed to get us to watch the um so the exact name is the uh, remix special fan edition right because what we watched was the uh, theatrical cut and they, are, they 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 added 16 minutes in the fan edition mm. and there are plenty of stuff that I'll touch on probably at some point that uh, do not make sense or are clear uh, holes in the theatrical cut without this Okay. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I, I read that the studio really hated this film after it was made, so they kind of made sure that it would fail in the sense that it didn't have like a Hollywood premiere, it didn't have any of the money behind marketing. No one knew about it when it came out, so it really bombed. And so it was kind of... And obviously, if it had all of that, it might have failed because it's, you know, it's not like your go-to film. There's also but. there's also this one thing that uh, the studio who produced this is the only studio in the world that they've been uh, eating their figure their, their fingers since then I'm pretty sure they were they they re they passed on Clueless because they already had their teen movie this one is uh, this what they passed for Clueless yes wow. uh, whoops yeah because that was obviously huge yeah that was huge um, I didn't know this was the movie they passed for wow okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I heard they cut quite a big chunk out of it to get the theater theatrical edition. I mean, uh, boy, yeah, I'll, I'll start right away. Then you know, they when the Rex Manning is with Gina and is like uh, now, now for the sixty four thousand dollar questions, right? And you have no idea where it comes from or whatever, and the, and you can see him, her removing the, the the trousers, and then you can see the his underwear, but. In the remix cut, there is a bit before where she says, like, I, I'm, I have a gift. I can guess what the color of your underwear is and that kind of thing. And okay. then that's the dynamic that goes on. In, in the theatrical cut, it doesn't make sense. No, not uh, at all. It's, it's just out of the blue. Oh, uh, okay. And also, he's clearly way, way more disgusting guy in the remix cut because when Koei is throwing herself at uh, Rex, he in in the normal cut he just says rock and roll while unzipping his uh, his trousers but he's being a bit crass like uh, when in the, in the in the other cut he's he's just like he has a a bottle of um of um, salad dressing and he's like like um, um, how do you so Using it to like show, yeah, he's doing like this to to um, to uh, move like the, the basically, basically like, like whipped cream. Showing that he's wanking off the... No, he's... Uh, no, no, he's uh, like, put on it. No, I'm just missing that word. You know, when you do that with something, you what are you doing? What do you mean? Shaking? Sh yeah, thank you. No, right. I was missing Oh, that I word. thought you were... No, sorry. sorry. I thought no. he was wanking off. No, it could, it, it could have <laughs> sorry, been... Sorry, guys. No, Happy episode 50, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. No, it was just shaking it and okay. with the line, uh, I hope you like the taste of blue cheese. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting. Uh, that is foul. Yeah. As you, as you pointed out, uh, Adam, there are a lot of employees in this store. Yeah. I'm like, 
how no wonder you're going out of business. You've got like nine people to work in one record store. Yeah. I mean, in in high fidelity, I know that comes out five years later, but the book's written in '95. There are only like what three people that work in the the store. Two really, because there's the boss and then Jack Black's character and then the other guy in High Fidelity. There's like three of them. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there is also a Jack Black in uh, a young Jack Black in uh, Never Ending Story three, by the way. Uh-huh. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Um, isn't Jack Black also in Be Kind Rewind, which really reminded me? Yes, yes. Which was a couple uh, of years later, right? Of this way, film, way yeah. later, yeah. After. So he obviously likes this kind of film. <laughs> Uh, which I, I get. I would have loved to act in this film. It looked like so much fun. There, there was a reference that you, I think uh, you like to see everywhere, Adam. What, what's with you today? Yesterday you were normal, and today you're like the Chinese guy from Karate Kid. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Miyagi. He's yeah. everywhere. He huh? wax it all off. Mr. Miyagi. No, 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 no. It's me and my rap um, career. Yeah. <laughs> Going up in flames. Coming out soon, a next desk track. Did you like the old styled magnet, silver and red? I missed that. Yeah, that was... It, yeah. When did they use the magnet? Warren was playing with it on his face. I don't know. Maybe it was trying to... It's like twisting it because he's like an, supposed to be an angsty kid <laughs> in his eye. And um, Luke Lucas? Yes. Just like takes it away from him and chucks it. Yes. Did uh, anyone get... Can somebody look up when Fel- Ferris Bueller's Day Off came out? Oh, earlier. Much earlier. Yeah, because I'm really mm. getting a Ferris Bueller vibe off of Lucas. Mm. like this ultra cool trying to like, i've got everything under control well ferris bueller's a little bit more hollywoodized <laughs> du, 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 du. we can't have an episode like 50 Luke, without hollywoodized coming up can we well lucas is a little bit more angry a little bit more anti the man as they say in this film a lot is he really anti well he's trying to be much more than ferris bueller ferris bueller is like a good looking pretty boy He's very uh, Adam. He's very um, what's the um, calm. Um, what's that? Oh, I'm losing my shit today. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, if it comes back to you, like, we'll go back on it. Yeah. yeah. Do you mean me or do you mean the guy in the film? No, that's the you know a Buddhist. Oh, that's, the Buddhist. Thing. Yeah. Is is look? I'm not a Buddhist. I'm a follower of Buddhist principles. <laughs> i.e. I like the ideas they talk about, but I don't have the discipline to be a Buddhist. 1986, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. 1986. Yeah. So right. so a year after Breakfast Club as well, I think. Ten years before this film came out. Yeah. This was 1995. Yeah. Nine years. And another bit that didn't really make sense uh, because they removed uh, that, that's part of the 15 minutes, the uh, Jane and Joe, you know, the um, Rex manager. Uh, yeah. They, they, you don't see in the theatrical cut why he's like, he's annoyed uh, by her quitting because there are some bits that they interacted that are not in the cut. So it doesn't make sense now anymore. Okay. And yeah, it's very quick that she quits and then comes back because she obviously has like a an affiliation now with the record store and the owner. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's kind of a bit random. Why? Yeah. Yeah. In the in the, in the remix, it's it makes sense, which it doesn't in the theatrical cut, yeah. and also a longer cut for Deborah's uh, funeral, which which we could do, go without. But pretty much the rest was quite essential, I think. Yeah, I mean, I also read that apparently this is meant to take over in their first draft, like the first cut, sorry. It's meant to take place over two days as opposed to one day, which would have been a hell of a lot easier because I'm like, I'm always like this with films that go over a day. I'm like, so no other day in these people's lives are ever exciting again because in the one day, 
everything happened. Everything happens. You know, this is the combination of things that would happen like over a year, you know? Mm, yes, yeah, yes. for sure. 20, 24 hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's the Rex Manning day. I guess it's like feel good. Like we don't, you know, people just want like 90 minutes of, it is 90 minutes. So it's like 90 minutes of is all you need for a good film. And if it's any longer, then people like lose focus and all this stuff. So, but I, it sounds like the studio really fucked this production over yeah like um i wonder when when they lost faith well it sounds like quite a lot of the studio were like that it's too loud it's too angsty it's too kind of where was the angst hate the man Mm. well i mean that's all you know all of them were like angry and all of them you know there's there's liv who's who has an overbearing father who's like forcing her to her name isn't liv sorry Corey. Corey, and she's taking speed to or something to like get to deal with the fact that she needs to go to harvard then there's the other girl who obviously sleeps with people to find validation um there's lucas who's obviously a bit weird and doesn't understand the concept of money <laughs> and life yeah and mark which i i never realized before watching it today that he's weird and speed but uh, the house brownies maybe uh, are uh, helping. I totally missed that. He that was. Ha- I only found that out when I was doing research afterwards. I was like, oh, those are supposed to be hash brownies, and that's why he was having the weird video version. Yeah, gore, 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 which uh, the, it was filmed in a, on a real gore concert actually. <laughs> Oh, well, wow. Yes. wow okay. The audience was just um, like, what, what just happened? No, they don't worry, just film something. Yeah, it's uh, fine. But no, I, I, I also missed it every time I saw it up until, uh, actually, I also read something. Yeah. Uh, and, but uh, the I love you, Eddie, didn't really ever make sense up until now, obviously, because he brought the brownies, uh, Eddie. The um, A-tape uh, guy. The guy that's in the film for about eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, the pizza guy? <laughs> He partly works to the store as well. This this long haired, big eared bloke. Yeah, he was quite strange. Yeah, he was he was about there for all of eight minutes. He overall. was the one that was like, AJ, you're you and Corey are not supposed to be together. It's like, who are you? He like- also he he also <laughs> came into both scenes and went, "What's going on?" I'm like, "Yeah, what is going on? Who are you? Why are you here? <laughs> you're not supposed to be here. Like, you're not supposed to know what's going on." Please. Oh, Jesus. Um, th- clearly the shift rotor got messed up and all these people came into work on that one day they all wanted to meet Rex when they weren't all supposed to be working on that day it, 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 I would buy that be. but <laughs> could be could be yeah. we, we see something that we don't necessarily uh, see in movies uh, a character on the toilets that uh, oh, yeah. that's quite rare I think have you seen the parodies of the lethal weapon no no I don't I don't remember what's the name of the parody uh, but they make it the thing to make sure that they actually have the character in the toilet doing uh, something. But besides, well, Pulp Fiction, maybe. And well, you mean not- they're actually using the toilet? Yeah, right? Yeah, right, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen it before. I, I think, I think, but but the thing is, like at that point, it was a bit like, okay, you're trying a bit too hard to be like edgy. Like I don't really buy it that she would do that. What P? Yeah, like, just randomly, like, oh, now I'm really comfortable with you? Like, five minutes ago, you hated each other. Like, why? Because she's she's on drugs now and she's a bit fucked up? Like, you now have something to be... I, I don't know, it just... It was a bit like, okay, so you're comfortable enough to pee in front of her because she takes drugs? Like, what? I don't know, it was it was mm. just a little bit too obvious. It ain't no train spot in bathrooms scene anyway. 
But then again, guys, I feel like we might be a bit too old for this film too, to like totally understand what it's like to what, well. Well, Jan was about. No, I just mean now, like watching it now and like understanding it as maybe it should be understood. We're a little bit too old probably to like really understand what that uh, feels like to watch mm. it for the first time as a like six, six, 16 year old, 17 year old, you know? Yeah, like actually teenager. it's, it's, it's a good uh, thing because I had a rush of nostalgia uh, I think it was when we when we were done with ACS, we had those silly pictures, mm. and I shared. Um, so I, I did. I didn't really. I was not. I have phases phases into the things I'm obsessed about. So yeah. I, I think I've I hadn't seen Empire Codes for ten years or something. And when we graduated from ACS, I posted on Instagram the picture when we do the silly faces. Mm-hmm. And randomly, out of the blue, and I, I hadn't put any tags or or anything, and Johnny Wentworth liked the the photo. Oh, he's oh, AJ. AJ. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah. So oh, I, that's I, so cool. I had a oh, was it on Facebook? Anyway, I had a rush of nostalgia, and I went to see uh, that the next uh, January. I was like excited by get, get and and I I saw it with new. Uh, 30, uh, 30 plus eyes. Yeah, right. Uh, but that that was the um, the remix. Uh, mm. Because yeah. um, the the one that is going into the vault is definitely the remix, not not the one that you've seen, Adam. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I I think that's what I I kept on reminding myself while watching it. Like if I didn't understand something or didn't think that that worked, I kind of tried to revert back to how I might have felt when I was a teenager. Like me now probably wouldn't un doesn't that I'm too I'm just way too old to understand these things and why you would be so angry and crazy and but then I probably would have done exactly the same thing mm. like with the sex and the trying you know the celebrity thing and the like screaming at your friend and like crashing the record store after you've you know have a little freak out and like telling the man that you love that you hate him like all these little things. I probably would have done at 16 too. So you have to think like that. I think I had the exact opposite experience. I I, I loved it uh, because I I basically, it's like Hamlet. It's uh, one of my Bibles pretty much. So I knew and uh, I know it by heart pretty much. And I never really wondered what it meant. I just I loved it. Mm. And now that I was able to experience it, uh, realizing what was happening uh underlying stuff um i enjoy it a different way and i certainly can say that the theatrical cut way was not as good as the 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 one that is now available everywhere uh you've got both cuts on the on the dvd right okay um i did i did uh enjoy like once i got into the world and like i in the beginning i was a bit like oh i don't really get this film and then slowly like i you kind of get absorbed into their world and then after that i was like totally sold i was like actually this is pretty cool like and i really want to be friends with these guys as well Mm, and mm. i want to be in this i want to go to this record shop and i really want to be into music and (laughs) like i wish i was this cool (laughs) and what's funny also is that it could have been a cautionary tale because what happened to aj uh, pretty much happened to me a few times Oh yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, and if I remembered <laughs> how to do it and how not to do it, yeah, we definitely. Yeah, well, I think every, I think I've definitely had that AJ experience of like you're about to tell the person and they just like don't 
Especially the bit where she's like, oh, we have such a special relationship. It's like, oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I remember that conversation. Oh, I hate that. That's just hard. Cause I've every, never seen you in that way. Every guy plays it like, oh, it's, it's fine. I didn't I didn't really care anyway. It's fine. I, I'm off. See you. Yeah. I mean, let's never talk about this again. I think the best way to avoid rejection is to, ju- is to just put yourself outside of the world, which is what I did uh, up until I was 30 when I decided, okay, um, I probably should try to uh, speak to girls now instead of just, uh, uh, I don't know if you remember in Asterix and Obelix, uh, the first time that Obelix meets uh, Falbala. Uh-huh. So he's just like, he's uh, bringing his hand forward and you see a bubble with just gibberish. And he's like, and he's like, uh, like he just can't move. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the kind of uh, reaction I had uh, seeing uh, girls that I liked. So... Um, yeah, yeah, I only waited uh, when I was uh, 30 to start to interact with the opposite sex. So I mean, it's probably good because now you can actually, you know, you, you know who you are and <laughs> you're probably not going to make stupid mistakes like you do when you're 16. Well, uh, the crisis I had three years ago, I had the similar one uh, 13 years ago, for <laughs> probably every 10 years I have. Uh, but now I've started to analyze without any... Uh, analysis help uh, just me i'm thinking about stuff mm-hmm. i think i won't uh, fall into the same traps but it's i never felt into the traps before because i was protecting myself from harm uh, as you would do yeah uh, so obviously without inter- honestly I, I never up until okay so that's that's weird but i never actually properly dated until I was, well, 28 or something. Mm-hmm. And even because you you have to find uh, something to talk about, which is always a nightmare for me. But what really helped, and incidentally, if you look at the dates, it's at the same time um, the, the, the vineyard happened. And so suddenly I had stuff to talk about. Yeah, and something uh, to be proud of. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah, my self-confidence was like boosted like a thousand percent. So that's 12, uh, 12 years ago. Yeah, I've got a good story. I think my first date actually with my first girlfriend actually happened two years after we went out. So we had the relationship that was about seven months. We broke up. And then like a year and a half later, we then went on a date. Sort Well, it was like the most date thing we'd ever done, but we weren't out going out together. I was just like, I think we we went and had dinner and we were just lunch and we were chatting about stuff as friends. And then I left. And I remember thinking, like, we never did anything like that when we actually went out. So my first ever date was a year and two years after i went out Hmm. with my first girlfriend it's totally bizarre it's like i think there's so much pressure when it comes to dating like you gotta date so young and you've got to do it properly and I, i don't know like you have to be romantic and it's like there's so much pressure to be a certain way and a certain person like growing up is hard man I just love how you're so easily pleased in the way of I can bring two apple pies back from work and you're like, oh, that's great. I'm sorry, I'm 25. Like, I, I, I've been dating for a long time. <laughs> like, you know, London girl born and bred, a little bit, you know, rebellious and all that, or tried to be. Um, I've been doing, it's just, there's a point where it's like romance doesn't have to be what they tell you in films you just kind of enjoy what you enjoy yeah of course and you love what you love and if that's different to this whatever status quo then you know like they say in high school musical (laughs) 
<laughs> oh wow I, I didn't think I would ever have to tell the high school musical story but now I have to because there's a perfect segue finish your finish what do they say in high school musical well they say stick to the status quo but like stick I'm saying stuff you know if you wanna be cool follow one simple rule don't mess with the stuff no, oh, no. no. stick to the status quo um, I know all the words so, so if you got if you're interested to know um, my first outing as an actor was in High School Musical. Oh, like what? No. Yeah, my first ever stage performance was in state. It was in the school version of High School Musical. Yes, before pictures. I before I did um mm. before I did um there's a DVD we have as well of me doing Guys and Dolls in the flat. <laughs> um, I'm not very I'm not in it because I was a chorus member, but I do have an excellent dance number in it. <laughs> nice. where where my shirt came off halfway through production i'll tell that story after the high school musical one because the high school music one's quick <laughs> it's a good segue as well because especially because of what we're, what we're talking about about dating and stuff like that uh so i did the school show because i was into i was a drama and i loved it and i, I wanted to be an actor and i was slowly discovering i wanted to be an actor um so we do that and i had i my part i was the the kid that um says is that even legal in high school musical i think i'm a ginger character in the film is that even legal yeah that was me to which one of my cousins still every time he sees me if he mentions that and does say the line to me is which, that is, even legal? which is slightly annoying because i'm like come on i'm I've, I've been three weeks at the fringe i've done a showcase i've done three short films you know i'm, I'm more than just the guy that said is that even legal you know um but uh, there was a girl that was um there's a girl that was doing the school show that had a had, had a part in it right or did she, was she a part in that one or was she a part in another show? But uh, I heard that she was in uh, like a, a after like a out of school youth theater that that did them that did play. So I'm like, okay, I'll join that because she's in it. And by the time I joined, she just left. So I was like, well, what am I going to do now? I'm, I may as well stick this out because I joined this because I was going after I was starting to know get to know another woman. But uh, I ended up joining that company and through that i've got other roles so thanks to me chasing after a girl i ended up becoming a better actor nice in a way well done that led me to do guys and dolls oh dear oh, it's like the guy in the wonder uh who's the the um the the guy with the, the sister of uh Augie. Oh, yeah that, that yeah, yeah 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 the bonding of a her. bit like that yeah <laughs> Oh dear, it's tragic. When you think about the stuff you did as a child or a teenager, well, I was a teenager at that point, it is kind of tragic, isn't it? You're just going, oh God, if I was there now, going, look, don't, just go and talk to the girl for God's sake. Don't. Oh, do you have, do you ever have those moments like before you go to sleep or something that like a moment of what you did or what you <laughs> yes. said like comes and you you can't get out of your head? You're like, why did I say that? Oh my God, why? Should I message them now if I know that? Like, should I find them on Facebook and say, I'm really sorry about that time that I said or did that to you? And you I'm, I'm really embarrassed so there so there are people on my um on my facebook messenger that if you like i've never talked to since school so if you click their bubble it comes up with the last thing you said to them so it's oh, like no. yeah it's tragic because it'll be it'll be like some girl that you were like hey what are you up to <laughs> 2012 uh, yeah 2012 or 11 for me just all this stuff it's like Classic. do you want to play 20 questions <laughs> all that all that all absolute horrible stuff it, it makes you want to eat your own fist no it i talked about that in a previous episode it happens to me sometimes but now i've managed to replace certain moments with key images <laughs> because that's exactly like aj who was just so into his okay by no no one but by, by 137 exactly joe yeah. that he really didn't really realize uh what was going on and when he 
had the courage to do it. It was at the perfectly wrong moment. And then because it's exactly when uh, the same kind of stuff that happened to me three years ago, you're making movie, uh, films of what could happen in your head oh, yeah, uh, yeah. without even exactly when, uh, okay, I'm going for this film. I'm waiting to see if I'm, uh, uh, will get the part, but in the meantime, I can, I can start to imagine what will, no, no, no. no. You, no, you don't. don't do that. No, 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 no. no. Don't uh, spend the money. It's the good one is with the lottery. It's like, don't spend money you haven't got yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfectly, yeah. don't spend <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. Both literally and in your own head. But also, like, I think it depends on the person. Like, for me, I'm a serious pessimist. So in all my thoughts, everything will go wrong. Everything. So if I think of how something will go, I have to be really careful to not think how I'm going to feel or what I'm going to do. Like, I have to organize it in the sense things of like, okay, this is what you have to do in like action wise rather than feeling wise because then I'll just go into this like horrible tangent and it's just gonna all go out and like you know I'm in my 20s like mid 20s and mm. I still do that like that's kind of doesn't go away <laughs> do, you ever, do you ever remember when you were younger and then um, you would plan the conversation and you would start it how you planned it and then they would say something completely left field that you'd never thought of and gone, oh God, where do I go from here? Yeah. This yeah. wasn't on the script. Yeah, that's the only sure yeah, thing. Yeah, that's yeah, every time it happens. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all about trusting yourself, I guess. Actually, I, it's more with me bursts of uh, depressive states. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, most of the time actually involving girls. Uh, but if you think, and but I am, I'm 39, uh, so I really, it helped that I had time to think about that question a lot uh, for the last nine years, actually, mm-hmm. that if I, I check, okay, my mother's still alive, my dad also, uh, my brother, my sister, their respective girlfriends, boyfriend, well, I'm alive, I'm with friends, I'm uh, glad the way the universe turned up, even though yeah. three years ago, my mind was in the gutter, mm-hmm. uh, I had the chance again uh, to have some people pointing me in a certain direction. Paul was one. Uh, he directed me towards Glasgow. And uh, now I'm here today and I'm uh, happy. 50 episodes in an undisclosed number of downloads Excellent. because we'll be over a certain amount by 50. That's what we want to hear. Yeah. Yes. Oh, by um, talking about musicals, the rights has been, uh, they have been purchased and uh, an Empire Record musical in Broadway is going to happen. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, they had the success of School of Rock, so yeah. I can that see could it. be good, yeah. That definitely could work. It'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. It's a great soundtrack. I mean, I'm probably going to be listening to that for the next few but days. Yeah, and it's, it's things about coming of age stories always do well. I looked at this film and it reminded me of a lot of it. My dad loves um, American graffiti for the sole reason that the music is the music of his adolescence. It's like 60s, end of the 60s era music. And he's like, it's just a great, great. No, sorry, end of the 50s going into the 60s. So there's all this great music that was about at the time. And uh, you watch the film and it's it's actually one, it's a George Lucas film. The film itself is, um, it's pretty good. It's not the best film ever made, but um, the music is is like stellar and because the music is so stellar that's why he loves the film and it's i think it's the same case here oh yeah it must is yeah it must do a great deal because uh, you know we talked a few times about soundtracks and either composed specifically for the film or if it be like um compilations 
every time I hear any of those songs anywhere, I immediately think about Empire Records, mm -hmm. obviously. The most evident one being um, the Buggles um, video, Kill the Radio Stars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, as a child, I thought my dad made that up. <laughs> he, he, always sang, he always sang like the strangest songs. And I always thought that he just made them up until I realized that they were actual songs. <laughs> <laughs> and my dad isn't just some like crazy creative genius. <laughs> Um, the credits, there are funny credits. Um, we remember the time when uh, uh, Nick Fury... Oh, post-credit scenes. Well, when he was credited as uh, as black guy. Now we have, which is, okay, uh, that's weird, but uh, anyway, uh, there was a Say No More woman here. Yeah, a woman that came on and sang Say No More. More, no more. Samuel L. Jackson was the, the credit I was looking for. Oh, oh right. You're yeah, looking yeah. for the actor's name. Sorry. Uh, yes, yes. I, I did remember uh, Brendan Saxon the the third, who was Warren Beatty here. Well, Warren. Uh, and he was the guy beating the shit out of uh, Sam Rockwell's character in the Three Billboards. Oh, yes. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, That's an interesting career. <laughs> Yeah, did you know that the cast realized very late that the film was cult? That as it happened sometimes. I read some of this somewhere, yeah. Like uh, they, they were, they were, someone proposed to go do a kind of a reunion of, of the cast to go see the film at the screening somewhere. And it was an outdoors kind of thing. And it was, there was a massive, massive uh, number of people and really enthusiastic. Mm. Oh, so, yeah. cool. <laughs> That's cool. I quite like, and this this is interesting because um, from a British and Scottish perspective, if you look at, so this film takes place when it's when it was filmed, right? So it's 95. Compare that to, say, Trainspotting, which is set in 96 in Britain and mm. Scotland. Just the, the, the comparison difference between America and Britain at that time period is fascinating, especially yeah. mu music as well. You look at the nightclub scene in Trainspotting as opposed to the, the loud fight back sort of, feel that this film has as opposed to yeah i guess britain is um a lot dark usually a lot more edgy dark kind of angsty i do like that word films it's kind of always has been a bit more dry this one in retrospect has been penned the film of a generation mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Connect, i mean yeah connecting the dots and stuff um so what yeah we talked about that earlier but that would be cool so on the 19th so today uh, <laughs> to release, when you're listening to this <laughs> to release empire records 50 then chicken run and uh, one of your you, you don't have any uh, movie left in the vault so you have to find one to, well i was going to, to put one of the in ghostbusters but i forgot to do it Oh uh, yeah, yeah, so, but I'm, I'm talking about a nuclear. Uh, you don't have any film uh, in your vault left. Okay. So if I'll you want to find one, one today, yeah. It, so it's funny. Um, Liv Tyler and uh, Ethan Embry, who is Mark, mm. uh, went on to do that thing you do, directed by Tom Hanks, and it's in, on. There is a mental uh, an article on mental floss about. Uh, how everyone was really starstruck, like in love with Liv Tyler on set. Oh yeah, and, she's beautiful. Um, Ethan Embry was like, um, uh, I just remember having the bigger, the biggest crush on Liv ever, which was very difficult because then we went to shoot that thing you do, and I still had a fucking crush on her. Embry <laughs> oh, <laughs> told the rap. Better not have broken rule fifty six. Is it fifty four? I don't know. 54, 54, I think. What? Yeah. The rule, don't sleep with your scene partner. Ah, 55. 50, oh, fuck. 55. 
during a Rex Manning Day, which which is by the way every year eighth uh, of April. Which oh, I was supposed to do go, to go do that in London, but I uh, I lied to you and I went to the Olivier's. But um, oh yes, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that was what you said. You've seen Empire uh, Records, yeah, yeah. During a Rex Manning Day video message, Maxwell Cow Caulfield, who played Red Mannix, related how everybody in the cast took live. Well, uh, took to talk to the way well, it doesn't make sense, but anyway, uh, Liv Tyler wa was at the center of it all. Everybody was gravitating to this young emerging swan. Uh, took to live is a, is a phrase, okay? It's okay. like, um, like, oh, they weren't. I really her. took to, yeah, exactly. I'm really into exactly, okay? okay. So, yeah, okay. I, well, uh, that's exactly what happened to me, also. Well, it happened with Stealing Beauty before, but I even started the Liv Tyler Stellar project, which you know, at that time when you could have those stars uh, named. Oh, right, okay. So I, I lost the original certificate, which is, a, <laughs> which is a shame because on the same frame, I also had an original um, cert, um, Apple stock certificate. Oh, nice. Which you can't, um, you can't get the money back if you don't have the physical paper. So, uh, but it's... Th that <laughs> one stock, right? Not like loads. No. That would be really annoying. No, but it's... So that that's very cool, actually. I bought... There was um, 20 years ago, like... Uh, one uh, one stock.com or something you could buy just one because and without going through the whole bank and everything and then that's funny so w it was seventy dollars but with all the fees and everything it uh, ended up one uh, one forty right but that's so long ago that in the meantime that uh, stock uh, that one thing uh, has been divided. Mm -hmm. So in the in the end, I ended up with at least twelve of those, and I pretty much made uh, quite a few uh, uh, a bit of money with the with the because basically in two thousand and what was it one mm -hmm. the Apple stock was ten dollars. Ten years later, it was a hundred times that. Yeah. So it was the kind of the um, uh, bit bit um, Bitcoin of the era. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Nice. That's uh, very cool. I don't have the certificate, but on the website, liftylerwebsite.com, um, there there is uh, there is stuff. I ha there is the uh, photo of that, and uh, even the the lovely Leaf Tyler website, who who became the authority since I stopped updating mine. Uh, they they had a link, and it was for her twentieth birthday, I think, so a while back. She 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 was born in seventy seven. Yeah, she's uh, 40, 41, 44? 41. 41, yeah, she's just uh, 1st of July, so it's just 41. Uh, Mental Floss article I just uh, cited, uh, which I recommend, I'll put the link. It explains bits like uh, uh, Angelina Jolie was supposed to play Deb, ah. or Tobey Maguire was cast in a role that wasn't featured in the end, but he dropped due to personal reasons and stuff. Um, oh. Some interesting, uh, interesting Tobey things. Tobey Maguire, okay, interesting. Yeah. Um. He went on to do good things. Yeah. He was my favorite Spider-Man. But he is Spider-Man. Let's be real. Yeah. He was definitely is Spider-Man. Um. Mm. Yeah. Because Angelina Jolie did have did she was in a film where she shaved her head off head uh, yeah, hair off shaved her head off hair off hair. Was it like uh, <laughs> Changeling or Girl Interrupted or something was like that? that? Tomb Raider. No, no, not not <laughs> Changeling. Changeling. She uh, it, much younger. She was much younger when she played this part, but anyway, she would have she 
she's happy to shave her hair off. So okay, yeah, yeah. Um, the guy who directed this, Alan Moyle, directed Pump Up the Volume. Did you see that? No, no I've heard of that. it though. Yeah, I've heard it a few times also, but uh, no, no, I, d- I don't know. Didn't um? Oh no, that's no. Forget that. Okay. Um. So, <laughs> oh yeah, something that I realized. When I started to uh, investigate what girls were about after I, I passed 30, is that it's clear that when a girl is into you, she will have uh, the underwear will match. <laughs> Don't ask me because clearly I, I can't figure out signals. So I knew it could have stood with both sets of underwear going on. Actually, yeah, she just likes to wear matching sets. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like a known thing, right? Like, oh, I this is a nice night. I'm gonna wear matching underwear. I'm gonna it's shave like a, my legs. Yeah, yeah, like all that stuff. But it's, I mean, it's not enforced. Like, obviously not enforced. Um, yeah, it's it's not a, written in stone. Basically. No, it, <laughs> no. I mean, because also sometimes if you like mix and match, it's like sexier, right? And you're, like colors there are no rules to this game that's the issue uh i there are no rules to women i yeah that's uh, i'm i'm always telling uh that and seriously if you want to conquer the world you have to there are a few languages you have to learn well chinese because that's the majority mm-hmm. and then women the two yeah. languages you need really to conquer the world <laughs> yeah, the most powerful women in the world are chinese women Probably. Yeah, and you'll have uh, way... I don't know what I meant by that. You'll have way less difficulty learning um, Chinese because it's consistent. It makes sense, uh, mm. pretty much. But um, yeah, I, I, I got uh, some issues three years ago with the conflicting signals uh, yeah. because that's the, when it happens, it's a bit hard to cope with. Uh, yeah, I think I think everyone's had that. Like I've been through that so many times when I thought that someone was really into me and they so weren't, and it's it it fucking sucks. It's horrible. And then you have me who couldn't figure out what was flying right at his face. Well, yeah, there's that, but I mean that can be worked around. Like that's fine. No, it wasn't so depressing. But yeah, that, that it does suck when, or 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 you like someone much more than they like you. Yeah, it really, really oh, sucks. Yeah, it's the worst. Really, really sucks. And what What is really cool also is, um, pretty much. Well, you know the actors from the time uh, on this movie. You don't. I mean, Liv Tyler. Now she's everywhere. She was. Now, I didn't realize that uh, the um, um, Edward Norton Hulk was in the MCU. It is. And she is the girlfriend in that. So she's in the MCU, which was quite cool. Obviously, Arwen uh, yes. in The Lord of the Rings. She's in plenty of series these days. Yeah. I don't know really about the other actors. I've seen Debbie Mazar a few times. That's uh, Jane, the uh, uh, Rex Manning's assistant. But Maxwell Cofield, the Rex Manning guy, no idea. Uh, Rory Coltrane, um, not entirely sure. Uh, Rene Zellweger, obviously, she she yeah. she was massive for a while. Um, Anthony Lapaglia, uh, I don't know, I don't know where all those guys are. Well, Warren, we've seen him in three billboards. I know that that Mark d- d- was in um, Walking Dead. Was he? Yeah. Which one was Mark again? Um, the kind of or- redhead. Uh, oh, um, Mark, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the gore. Uh, he did, yeah. The gore guitarist. One, uh, yeah. <laughs> How many? Hey, Mark. Who was he in Walking Dead? You love gore. Um, I don't know, because I don't watch the Walking well, I, Dead. Well, I do, but I don't recognize him. Was he only in a couple of episodes? He looks very different now. That's probably why. Oh, he might have been the guy that nearly got Glenn killed or something. Sorry, give me a sec. Just show me a photo of him now, and I'll, I'll be able to work out who he was. God, who the hell was he? The filmography would... Carter? It's a guest role. God. But he's been on Grace and Frankie on Netflix, which is pretty big <laughs> as well. So he's 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 had a very fruitful career. But it uh, but obviously role. isn't like Liv Tyler, Renee Zellweger famous. But yeah. he's working consistently. Yeah, she's she's just uh, I've I've seen her like she's in the series like um, Hallett, like mm. all those like at um, the, the time of the like uh, Renaissance and kind of. Uh, What's the film where Bruce Willis is her dad? Armageddon. There, that's, a, that's how I know Liv Tyler. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the first thing that I saw her in, and then, yeah. Right. She was in Heavy, which was, I think that was the first film, which it was made by um, James Mangold, who more re- uh, recently did uh, Logan. Oh, oh right. right, okay. Uh, yes, it was more, it was into Gritty, uh, <laughs> Cup films. We said that at the exact same time, and we said the exact same thing at the exact same time. Oh, really? Yeah, we said we were both went. Oh, all right, okay. Oh, all right, okay. Yeah, we <laughs> both went like that at the exact same time. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, Jesus! Oh. We'll check the um, the CCTV the uh, thingy like, that they have in football. Like, uh, they'll, they'll check. Go back the, to <laughs> yeah, the uh, electronic um, referee. <laughs> yeah, we did we did we talk? Oh, not yeah, a penalty, we, by the way. Not a penalty. Yeah, no. Just throwing that out there. I know it's months ago by the time you see this, but that was not a penalty. No, it was not a handball. No need for the VAR. Croatia were robbed. Yeah, I, I must. But have well been, done but... to France, but Croatia will be talked a bit more than France for. France will be remembered for the year of Mbappe, but Croatia will be remembered as the team. Well, uh, throughout the world, but I'm pretty sure that it will be weird when I'll because I'm going back to France for at least uh, um, two weeks uh, in the next uh, month. Mm. So um, depending when I'm going, it will be weird. (laughs) Yeah, we like to celebrate. Not not the Napoli Napoli way, like throwing uh, uh, stuff um, through the window and uh, fireworks all day long. Well, Nick had a good story about that. Did you say that about the fireworks of the Germany thing? In a previous episode? Oh, yeah, the um, when Germany beat Sweden just... In the last six seconds of the game. They got into... Well, they were one match away from getting into the semifinals, um, but obviously they immediately... I mean, Berlin immediately thought that they would beat South Korea, so they were just wanting to beat Sweden. And so they beat them, like, just... And then literally five seconds after the match ended, there were fireworks, there were people shouting, there were cars honking, like Berlin went a little bit crazy. Um, it was great. And but of go- course, then they got smashed by South Korea. In the last six minutes of the game. So um, that's super embarrassing. Yeah. Um, especially because I, I think quite a lot of Germany didn't wit, didn't watch even that because they thought they just thought and they knew that they would win. But uh, in, in, in Naples, it's fascinating. It's like tweeting for everything. Oh, I just had a shit and there was blood. Uh, I'll tweet on I have a fireworks uh, for every possible occasion. Just like um, my wife actually made it home today. Yeah. 
Yeah, fireworks. Sorry, I don't know what I mean by that. I meant to say something completely different in my brain when wife came home today. I meant, um, I don't know what I actually meant. I just meant a normally thing. I meant to say my wife came home today and it sounded like she never comes home. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, dear. Uh, um yeah but yeah but it basically just shows you that like just because you're an underdog doesn't mean you're shit right yeah doesn't mean Good that model, you're man. it's true like that every and it, the, i think this world cup definitely showed that 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 you, you know just because you you weren't known before and you're not the top five of something you oh, know that you it's not it's not you have to keep your title you can't just be get complacent and feel like it's just going to happen for you of course um you know there is this google um it's a page on google and the and um, you type uh, um i think it's trend or i don't remember what it is but you type a word and it gives you a chart uh, with the use of that word depending yeah, on the yeah, time yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. if you type macron uh he was totally unknown um, less than a year before he started running for our election. Nobody knew wh where he was coming from. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, our president made it, did it, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the, it's the same with Croatia, you know. Like, before you wouldn't even think of Croatian football. Well, I didn't. And then they nearly won the World Cup. And, I mean, nobody thought Rocky could get in the ring with Apollo Creed. There you and go. They, and I mean, they drew, you know. Yo, Adrian, I did it. Yeah, I, I typed. Uh, yeah, yeah, I typed uh, Mac, uh, Macron, and it was for the last ten years, I think, or four, fourteen years, and it just uh, two years ago. I typed uh, on the other hand, sodomy, and the chart was moving like crazy all the way the last fourteen years. <laughs> oh God! Yes, but uh, excellent. Yeah, if you so it's it's funny the the Live Title website I started in 1998 actually. Uh, just after <laughs> it was, it was a, uh, a trend of uh, um, stealing beauty and buy records, that thing you do. And with the excellent and great website, the Web Archive, mm -hmm. if you can actually uh, see the, the, web, the website at the time, mm -hmm. if you know the address and on the website, uh, there is a webmaster history uh, list, so you know the, the 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 very very first address, which was convoluted with uh, the name of stuff. And I just checked earlier, yeah, end of '99, the first uh, pages, the the color scheme was uh, horrendous, like uh, <laughs> red uh, with the uh, green writing on it. <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, you you can't you can't read. Um, uh, <laughs> read what it's yeah. terrible man but it, oh, it, it changed it's better now it was one <laughs> it, it became uh the, the reference at the time what i used to do and uh, was the first and the only at the time because i was really obsessed i would reap i would rip uh the, the the dvds and um take like so it's 24 images per second of uh, film obviously and i would take one image per second and put that on the website like okay here's some live for you to enjoy uh, they, I mean they do that with like quite a lot of things now um I know that Buffy the vampire slayer has that a lot um like and so there are people behind it that just like do that like every evening after work and all that they just like kind of create these web pages I uh, have a bilingual corner story about Buffy 
Oh, oh I yes. love Buffy. I it's you have a family member, or is it a friend? You said in one episode that we, you called Buffy. Whoa. Seth, my brother. Ah, oh, oh, okay. Oh, I've met him since. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize. Nice, nice. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, I'm always on an ongoing quest to try to identify what is the um, the series or the film that made me uh, a nerd, or a geek, or whatever you want to call that. And it's going between uh, these days Highlander the series or Buffy or um, Quantum Leap. But anyway, um, Buffy at the time when it was not like today, everything is immediately legally streaming the mm. day after. It's just like, wow, that's, that's cool. Mm. Uh, you had fan subs, uh, which you still have today a lot for everything to do with Japan. Mm. Uh, so you always need people to put on the the subtitles in your language. Um, I translate. I did the subtitles for one episode of Buffy for the fan sub community at the time. The first uh, episode of the third season, when she she has left home and she uh, she now is a, a waitress called Anne. Yeah, red hair. I translated this one. Oh, excellent! <laughs> That's a nice uh, episode, actually. It's very cool. Mm. Uh, did you that thing you do? Did you see this one? No, no. I've seen it, no. Okay, this one I realized recently is quite fascinating because the extended cut is thirty nine minutes longer. Uh, wow! Well, yeah, okay. I, I will. We won't watch this one except uh, if you really love uh, Charlie's Theron. Uh, she she is way more than just an extra on this one, but it's not really necessary. Uh, mm. I recommend the standard one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> should we um, explore a bit more of our uh, as it's episode 50 and it, there are only uh, one uh, there can be only one episode mm. 50 yeah. uh, you have to stuff you want to share with the world about uh, what you think at the moment about uh, stuff that happened in your life recently or a while ago and I don't, I don't know it's crazy to think we've done 50 of these yeah. I know that people are like, you're celebrating 50, what the fuck? You celebrate one in a hundred. I'm like, nah, 50's, 50's strange, especially in podcasts, because they they are quite, there's not like a 10 minute video, like episode wise. I mean, a lot of hard work goes into oh, yeah. these things, you know, like it might look effortless because we're such I mean, I I, I remember how people. long it, it took me to edit the video version of the episode 33 of Brave. Yeah, and like you're always learning about how to do things and you're researching and you have to like, you know, there's lots of like scheduling stuff and you have to a lot of time and even watching a film is like very different because you know that you have to talk about it afterwards. So I don't know, like it's, it's, it sometimes it mostly doesn't feel like work because we, of course, enjoy what we do, but like it is, it is something. Well, yeah, something beautiful. It is something beautiful. Uh, <laughs> it is crazy to think from an idea when we it was brought up when Anouk was ill at a dinner and we had to me and Anouk left because Anouk was so unwell. Oh, oh. that's uh, the that was the day that we first floated the idea of the podcast. Then we came back. That's the day I knew that I was not into a spicy hot food. Oh <laughs> because no! I, I knew it before, but I had your wings. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and now we are. Uh, I don't think we've ever told this story to its full extent. We took uh, me. I said to Jan that our idea of doing a podcast while Nuke was being ill in a bathroom in TGI's in Glasgow. Oh God, that was bad. I had a I had a assist 
anyone's had a cyst and they are the most painful things in the world and there's literally nothing you can do the, the they give you painkillers but it, it hardly helps the only thing that you'd have to do is wait until the infection like leaves your body yeah sorry for the disgusting detail yeah so it's fuck it's fucking agony yeah and i decided to brave it because it was like a, a podcast um meeting that we were having no, it was a production company meeting at the time because we were we were we just we uh, we'd um march that year we'd lost the other two members of the the production company oh yeah um they, they they decided like it's not for us we have other things to do right now which is fair enough um so i think we were still trying to figure out what we were going to do i think we'd i don't know if we'd done the show reels yet we might have probably done the show reels by that point for us and we were kind of figuring out what do we want to do? Are we going to go into like try and make people's show reels and self tapes or should we try something different? And I think, I don't know when I had the idea for a podcast. I mean, I had an idea for a name of a podcast when I was watching The Beguiled. Mm. Mm. Um, but I don't actually remember the time I sat and went, yeah, we should do a podcast. And you know, it's funny because uh, those sometimes you people uh, like the example of trying to, uh, to find out who invented the telephone. There, uh, it felt like there was an idea of this thing in the ether, and like the Italian Marconi, and there is Alexander Graham Bell. At all at the same time, mm. they're the thing. I think it was the, the at that time I was in France. My brother, uh, who who had seen the video of Troika, and he was wondering if I was really uh, into the acting thing because I was just being myself. Uh, so, well, I've seen you like that before. You're just acting, but yeah, I've seen you that that before. Mm. You're not uh, doing uh, well anyway, and but he remembered uh, how much he liked my um, uh, one fl one f uh, one flew of the cuckoo's nest. Yes, one flew. Yeah, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Um, uh, written review, and he was wondering if I uh, wanted to go a bit on that, and then I considered a bit doing a blog. Mm. Uh, and that's exactly at the Same when I fight. came back here that you you talked about the podcast yeah. the first time, yeah, uh, which was like yeah. oh okay. <laughs> I think as well, like um, for me, um, I find it really hard to start doing something new, probably because of anxiety. But like, I find it really difficult to think about something new because I'm a pessimist, mm. <laughs> so it's gonna go badly. So why would I ever try something new, right? So leaving drama school was like really scary because you have to do new things like and so for a long time this the podcast actually was really good for me to learn how to like get up and do something that you have no idea what's going to happen even now it's like a little bit scary but and then that kind of also goes into your life like your relationships like your family um and so in the beginning, it was like a way of like getting over my fear, but now it's kind of something that, um, like, I, I don't know, like, I, I think it's just going really well. And I think we've all kind of grown as people. We understand fil the film world a bit more. And so probably the industry that we, you know, we want to get into. Mm. Um, so in that sense, it's also helping. Cause I actually didn't think it would get this far, like 10,000. The, 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 the number of listeners is the biggest thing for me. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I knew we'd always kind of do it as like a vocational thing, but then it, I think after we hit 1000, we were like, wow, people actually listen to this. Hmm. Maybe it was even a hundred. Like the first episode baby driver did like 50 or a hundred and like, I did 50 in one day on the first day we launched it. 
And um, I was like, wow, people actually want to listen to this. Yeah, that was kind of mind blowing. And, and, and that was 50 people. Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of gone a long way. And in less than a year, well, well, now a year, um, it's pretty incredible, like so yeah. exciting. Yeah, 50. And that's a numbering because there are obviously the fringe ones. So the, the way it's yeah, designed now. Yeah, the A's now, and B's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time it's something that is related to multiple things, like the fringe or um, the uh, rain my, dance. Or it's my rant that I had about the girl with the phone at it. <laughs> yes. Yes. I hope you still, I hope you've listened to this by now and don't Snapchat on a fucking uh, movie. Well, the the new uh, the new numbering now makes it that we can add uh, probably do that for Detroit because become human because uh, I forgot to talk about something essential. Uh, we'll probably take ten minutes to record that after this. Mm-hmm. Key points that made it uh, that uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, t- uh, I don't know what it w- it is today or well on the nineteenth when when this re- released. Yeah. But if we count every thing that um, is about the actual episodes everywhere that people can hear them, we just passed ten thousand. Yeah. Which is quite it is uh, it is totally incredible. incredible. No, at, at first I was you know I was wondering because Sorry. I I keep seeing a true crime podcast with huge number so i was wondering well it's but now i'm starting also to see smaller podcasts who are celebrate like uh, they have a year of podcasting and they celebrate 2000 i was like oh okay wow uh did you realize yeah it's also um like films because i've been listening to a few true crime i love true crime true crime podcasts and they have like production companies behind them so they have money they have editors they have people behind the scenes that really help them out so i i keep having to remind myself of that that like it is just us it's us three yeah it's mostly Um, and so these these uh obviously not shunning anyone any person who's working in in one of these um big production I want to call them production companies. I'm guessing they are podcast production companies because that's awesome. And I would also love to be a part of that as well because it sounds like a great learning experience. But mm. um, you, you also have to remember that, that like it's just us three. And so we kind of have to celebrate these small, you know, like 10,000. We're also also within Scotland. I'm trying to think. I know there is another, there is somebody in the in the theater film community that wanted to start a podcast in Glasgow. I don't know if they ever did. Um, I know the Yam was meant to go and see the unsung unsung podcast. podcast. They're in. They are they based in Glasgow? Yeah, it's right. music based. Right. Yeah. Cool. The thing as well is about film is um because we spoke to a relative of yours Anouk, and she was like, yeah, film podcasts aren't really for me. I'm like. That's the other thing that's it's quite interesting. I mean, film, everyone can see a movie and everyone could could do a film podcast. I think the most impressive thing, and it happened naturally over the course of the episodes, is we moved away from just reviewing movies to becoming a movie discussion so that we can just go off on our own thing and be comfortable with who we are. Cause, um, yeah, well, I guess we didn't want to come across as like trying to teach people things. Yeah, It was kind of just like, we want to invite you into what we think rather than this is what the film is. If you like this film and I don't, you're an idiot. Yeah, like I think some reviews can kind of come across as a little bit pretentious or we are right and you are wrong. Do you want to hear my favourite bad review of empire just so there's a bit of empire at the end of this episode somebody said i can't wait for the sun to set on this the sun can't set on this empire soon enough oh zero out of five it was like a metacritic review it was like wow come on 
Yeah, that's it, terrible. I mean, but but I it was it was it, we tried not to make it like those reviews that are just scathing with no evidence behind it. Like, but I think the only episode we ever did like that is is Ghostbusters Answer the Call. Really, yeah, we were quite scathing on that. Yeah, one. um, but I think I think it was okay because um, we we, we have evidence that we we kind of support it on our own and we're also not saying that if you like it you're an idiot like we would never say that because that's not fair no that's not yeah everyone can everyone's entitled to their own opinion you yeah. love a film for uh, Jan loves this film more than I will probably love this film I don't know where I fall in the category period for this film but I still enjoyed it and I know it's very important to Jan as a, as a developing human being so yeah we watched it too old Adam, I, I agree with that yeah yeah we, we also we talked about uh, in the answer they call the fact that the the actors they're in there they're they're happy to be in there and they didn't really see what was going on um also one no, thing the opposite wasn't it and answer because they were arguing no i mean um the um the 800 uh people that worked on this film mm. i'm sure that they were happy to be uh doing like you're, you're proud all oh, right okay yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Sure. i'm uh, going that to say that uh, even great actors i just rewatched uh john carter and there is so you have um brian cranston in this you have um dominic west mark strong oh i That's love mark kind strong. of a high caliber actor totally and the film is uh, it's it, i think it's a masterclass on how to not adapt a um a, a book and also a terrible marketing mm -hmm. again just like uh, um ghostbusters it's sad when the kind of production team or a studio gets involved so heavily in making a film what it is that the original desire for something kind of gets corrupted um that's sad because i mean i'm not saying that this film would have i feel like it might have done a bit better if the studio was a bit more behind it like marketing wise and put a bit more money into like you know broadcasting it to the the world mm. um yeah because if people don't know about it and if people don't see, you know, like a high caliber trailer or a high caliber um, premiere, it it does take away from your enjoyment or like the mainstream enjoyment yeah. of, of the media. So that is super sad. I mean, Ghostbusters Answer the Call is a different thing because they used their feminist, well, a fem, not their, a feminist agenda to draw people in and basically said that if you don't like this film you're sexist and that's super unfair because that probably they, makes people not want to talk about the film because they feel like oh well I'm gonna you know have some crazy feminists like freak out at me for not liking this film and it's like no like you can't do that because no one then wants to talk no one wants to have a conversation that everyone's terrified of like speaking and then you never have a conversation and the conversation isn't opened up and we're all just terrified of everything like that it's it's a really really bad and unfair way to market a film to use that kind of agenda and I, it's a bad film for me um it's a bit of fluff and um it's got nothing to do with feminism at all just because there are women in it um like, no. well you talked in that episode and i'm excited about when we do this episode you talked about incredibles too right that you, people hmm. should go see that instead yeah. yes uh, i just went to see it today and i'm really 
uh, looking forward to the episode we'll be doing on it because um, do you remember? Okay, so it's Breaking Bad uh, spoilers. Just uh, turn off if you. So in the very first season, when Walter White is um, supposed to be killing the guy in in the um, in his basement, uh, that the, the smoke didn't work. He's supposed to kill him, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And yeah, at yeah. one point, is there was a notebook like uh, on the left. It's okay. Reasons not to do it. Reason to do it. Mm. On the left, it's like, uh, well, it's the right thing to do, not to kill him, and plenty of reasons like that. And on the right, uh, why I should kill him? Uh, because it will. Uh, if I don't, it will come back and kill me and all my family. Um, I just watched Incredibles two, and there are two things that makes it. And that I really annoyed, really annoyed me. Mm. Uh, uh, but on the right, there are two big things on the right and plenty of other things on the left. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to uh, to talking about it because I know you loved it. And I need uh, I need a reason to uh, not to trash it. Uh, oh, you hated it? I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence. Oh, and oh no. I'm not sitting towards... Any other sides, I'm I'm balancing on the fence on this one. Oh, what a shame. Um, Yeah, I think there are some films, though, that will do it. Like, there are some films that are obviously good, some that are obviously bad, and some that are only good for some people. And that's, I guess, what makes having a movie review podcast really interesting, because you get to have a conversation. Favorite episode that we've done so far? This one. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> Cop out answer. <laughs> um, well, oh. if, uh, apart from the wine, the wine, yeah, the yeah. wine was a great episode. That was, that was yeah, fun. The wine was a great episode. That was really fun. That was, that was, that was good. I quite liked, um, surprisingly Atomic Blonde, I quite liked, I liked the film as well. I thought that was a good episode we did. Yeah. Nosferatu, I think is my favourite. Yeah, that I think I think my favorite thing I've ever said on the podcast is "Hang on a minute, that's not the that's not the rooster." <laughs> yeah, I think that um, I really enjoyed um, the the French oh, one yeah, with yeah. Um, Alistair. Alistair, I thought that was really fun. Well, we also had loads of fun with um, uh, Adam Rose Green. That's true. That we just had. Oh uh, yeah, that was great fun. <laughs> Whiplash. Yeah. Fun. Boy, that rating though. Oh, it, it yeah. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> uh, I was not crazy enough that I actually got a display in the background, but uh, because there, are, um, you know, on the display website they have either the designs that we have here, like simplistic, or the black and white that I have in my room. And for display, they have both. So I was a bit torn. Which one to for whiplash? Which mm-hmm. one to take? But you. So the idea that I just put aside uh, funds, personal funds, to get three of those a month, and the idea being to have all the episodes that we've done uh, behind us at some point. Yeah. Uh, right now you have uh, Empire Records just above my head, which is the episode we're talking about today. Above uh, Adam's head. The is, best film that was ever made in the history of all films. It's funny because I got the plate before I actually saw it, so now it makes sense, obviously. With Anouk's uh, favorite actor dubbing. Uh, Mel. Mel. Freedom. Mel Gibson. You like oh. to come for a ride with me. Yeah, that that that's always a little bit difficult. Good old Mel. It's it's, <laughs> it's sometimes uh, yeah, it's just like me and uh, 
Um, well, Jan remembers they brought out the trailer for Mary Queen of Scots, right? Which is an Australian plays Elizabeth the First, and an Irish woman plays <laughs> the Mary Queen of Scots. Sasha Sasha Ronan and Elizabeth and uh, Margot Margot Robbie. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so we'll talk about that, and then when it comes out. Uh, what's her name again? Jesus, what's her name again? Who? Oh, uh, Jessica Chastain. Ah, yes, thank you. Uh, Bev, yeah. adult Bev. Yes. Yeah, I, I, you have your Mel Gibson. I have uh, my uh, Jessica. Chastain. You don't know Chastain. Uh, uh, also Margaret Robbie, but this one is uh, irrational. I have no idea why. I know why Jessica Chastain, but uh, yeah, she, you, she, sometimes you, yeah, there's just people that yeah. you can't just uh, you can't. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> third plate behind Anouk. Uh, so right now we have, uh, which is cool with this plate, is that you can have your own design printed of them. So I got the very first page of the first folio of Hamlet, Prince of Denmark, uh, printed, which is right behind the nook. And nice. if you remove that, there is the unveil of... <laughs> oh, hey. what's that? If you want to push it up so it's actually here we go oh my god wow so exciting <laughs> oh. <gasps> we're superstars for uh, for the audio listeners we have posted it's a photo of our flyer poster for our, the French show that the three of us were in while we were in training together in 2016 yeah, yeah. troika left over and straight and strange strange change, change. and uh, in retrospect it's uh, at the time i was wondering why didn't you put the year guys there's, there's, there's no year on that poster, which okay, is there? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 there's no. Um, But yeah, trio of plays from ACS. Oh, so exciting! <laughs> so yeah, yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the big uh, reveal. It's, uh, it's not that expensive. It's the same price as to. We're are- not sponsored by this company, by the way. Just, just so you guys know, we are not in it. We're no. not. When this is not a paid um, ad read. <laughs> No, and again, I'm so annoyed by their coupon policy that I'm not endorsing them, but I keep buying stuff because it's a great product. Yeah, keep quiet. They might actually give us a sponsorship. (laughs) Stop trashing them. (laughs) No, but I would recommend. Yeah, they're nice. I love this stuff. You you try to find a 30% discount or you wait until Black Friday. They have 37, I think. And you order three and you will get a coupon 30% with them. Uh, there is the, the, the two on the left and on the right, it's a series, the minimalistic series. They have 900 of those. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, Very cool. That's quite, that's quite insane. Um, <laughs> I think I have a film to put in the vault. Ah, okay. Uh, I think I I think we need to talk about Le Parapluie de Cherbourg because uh, that is a film of my childhood, and it would be interesting to watch it again and see if it actually kind of holds up, and what you guys think. I know it's a musical. I'm sorry, Jan. I love the fact that Jan can absolutely just put that in and spell it f- like without fail. It's it's well. It, we talked quickly about it's a recitative more than musical. So I I, I started to watch it, and it it was all right. Okay, that's okay then. <laughs> um, yeah, so there you go. That's my vault number two. Yeah, uh, for no particular reason, I want to shout out the Ellie Beast on YouTube because me and Anouk have been watching quite a few of this guy's videos for like over the weekend, and oh my it's God. just 
I don't know how, I mean, if if you're watching or if any of the fans <laughs> are watching, I have no idea how you do it. I like, love the guy. He's he just so, he's so happy. Like, especially, he's super cool. He, like, he does like these ridiculous challenges and um, that you would think these are impossible or he like makes them even harder. For example, we watched one the other day that he did the, the, the death nut challenge, which is like these extremely hot peanuts. Yeah. Right, but instead of doing the rules, he's like, "Nah, I'm not. I, I, I'm not going to make for an interesting video. I'm going to eat the peanut and then I'm going to get up on a stand and then jump and slam my nuts on a wooden two by four and then keep After going." After each nut, as yeah. well, not like once, like every single time he takes a nut, it, it, like and each like it's like incrementally or, hotter. Or I'll yeah, or I'll drink a t- four a two liter bottle of Pepsi with a in like four seconds because i'll use a i'll use a garden hose a pressure hose <laughs> it's just like incredible Amazing. stuff so yeah um, shout out to this guy because yeah. I, I i love the stuff i'm a big fan shout out to our patrons always obviously always. Yes. um what should we so should we decide now on air what we're doing for troll 2 right okay. okay so i've got three ideas yeah so we could do the original idea which is the wait till episode 100 and we put we put troll episode zero out Troll zero. Troll zero. <laughs> okay, for the listeners that don't know this, uh, we've probably we've mentioned it a couple of episodes. We rec- we did a test episode before we did episode one, Baby Driver, because we wanted to know if we could actually do it for uh, talk about a, a movie, just to see if we could do it, and uh, and we managed to do it, and it was fine. And then obviously we're now here, we're fifty episodes in, so both the production value and the content of the episode itself is a bit odd. Because it, it it sounds like a lot of the time, which we were to be fair, we were relying a lot on IMDb trivia. There's a fun fact that Alien is the only episode we've ever redone. Mm. We've never redone an episode. We've always put it out, except for Alien. There's a it doesn't exist now. We deleted it. There was a a go of Alien that we just binned because it was just us reading trivia, and I'm like, nah, I'm not I'm not having this. Yeah, and we did it again. Um, so. Troll 2, I've listened, I've listened to it several times because I listen to our podcast back on occasion and episode 0 is quite interesting. I enjoy listening to it, so I think we should definitely put it out. So we can either stick to the original idea of episode 100 we put it out or we we decide on August, on the date, August 19th to put it out. We could do that as well as the one year anniversary because it was recorded around that time or we wait for another date. Probably the hundredth because that would be where well, there would be a bit overkill for the one the first yeah, yeah, anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. I also had an idea <laughs> that it would take a hell of a lot of effort that we we get a transcript of that episode and we act it out again. I we act we we don't change anything we said. We listen we we write down a script and we act it out to get there's the three of us. As, you- as a dramatic version of that episode. Oh my god. So we, we're just doing an episode of the podcast, but we've got a script and it's totally it's a hundred percent the same episode. If that were if it doesn't work though, that might be a bit strange. What do you mean? Like I, I just mean if it, it just feels a bit forced. That'd just be us acting. Okay. Yeah, we can just try and it's cool because um before we started all this I checked and I was once you pass the fifty you're considered a bit of a veteran already. So the the, the fifty is a is a big mark, apparently. And we don't have huge producers and we are not uh, like Joe Rogan who has three guests a day and who passed a thousand I mean, episodes. That, that guy's a champion because if he does those episodes back to back, that's incredible. It's tough work. The yeah. Alien episode I just mentioned, we did that after it and it, we couldn't do it. We weren't there. I think nowadays we could maybe do two. We could possibly get two episodes done a day, but it would have to be like, we'd have to have like an hour break between, but we could definitely do two in a day if we needed to. Yeah, I think we've done that before as well. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm the, sure we did. Yeah, watch watch the movies a bit before. Mm. Um, I think there is an elephant in the room that we should probably discuss. Mm. Uh, oh, uh, hello! Terrible elephant. Sorry. Uh, if you're a patron, you have access to this episode. You're the only one in the world to have access. Uh, episode twenty nine. Uh, Black Panther was removed at some point. Yes. Um, we, what was it? One of Anouk's friends said that there was that episode could be a bit misrepresent, misrepresented. So we, yeah. we, we made the executive decision to pull it until an appropriate time that we had somebody on that could discuss it to this length that it deserves. Yeah, and we, did, we didn't get, is, she, is Karen coming in the end? Or? I don't know. Um, I think she wanted to, but I don't, I don't know when she's coming. I mean, we, haven't we haven't heard anything. Heard anything. I think there are certain things that we probably have to be really careful when we're talking about it because we actually don't we don't we don't have the same experiences. Mm, exactly. So we I think it would be kind of unfair of like three white people to talk about like black mm. issues, race issues, um, or even like American race issue, issues. Race yeah. issues, which are probably very different. So that's why we we took it down because I mean, I didn't realize it, but when I listened to it, I, I kind of could understand how it could be taken if you don't, especially because I think sometimes we forget that people listening don't, don't know, us. know us. No, not so yet. So if we say something that could be misconstrued, that how are they, how are you supposed to know that we don't, we, we were saying it ironically or as a joke or if that makes sense. So I think that was like a learning curve for us mm. that like there are some things that, um, we should probably be careful of. Yeah, we um, always discuss that we're going to do an episode. I think we did. We had we did Black Panther because we're like, oh, it's, it's such a big movie. We should talk about it. But yeah, I think if we'd had if we'd sat down and thought about it, we should have went like, what can we add to the conversation? And I don't think we added anything new or in a perspective that wasn't already being said. Um, so yeah, I think that's another reason why it's 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 not there. So, but for example, if Caroline does come, there will be another there will be another aspect to that because yeah. Ca uh, Caroline is uh, has parentage in um, Tanzania, right? It's Tanzania. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I that, think that she would she, be a, she knows she goes there as well. So yeah. she she probably has that experience and um, yeah. So yeah, so that would add something to that conversation. But as of the moment, it's it's not worth having out really um yeah i mean it's it is crazy to think 50 i think that's a huge number actually a whole year of podcasts is pretty big as well yeah and with all the extras it's probably a bit more like 60 actually but probably. yeah 50 uh, 50 numbered episodes yeah yeah because uh when i started the numbering they, there's just one that is weird that's a super mario odyssey i counted it as an a uh because it was a video game mm. but that it's a single uh, issue thing so that that's not what how we're doing it now now uh, um for instance the the if we if we have time or if you want the thing we'll record about um uh detroit becoming human right after that will be uh, 042.1 when the the original was 0, 0.0 which helps a lot a bit uh to to get okay. to, to know where you are sure. right. in the in the world of our uh episodes yeah okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, cool. I'll add um, that thing you do in the vault. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which we'll talk oh, yeah. about. Yeah. And what the film Anouk said, I won't attempt to pronounce it because I'll butcher it. Les, Les Parapluies de Cherbourg. Okay. That one. Is that the umbrellas? Of Cherbourg. 
Yes. Uh, yeah. I knew what umbrella umbrella was in French. So. <laughs> and it's funny. It's in um, Dutch. It's parapluie. Like oh. It's it's but yeah, plenty of Dutch uh, words uh, based on, on French directly. Oh, I never knew that. Lovely. Uh, but you also have like au contraire here, or is it in the US? I guess like some French words. Uh, oh yeah, like déjà vu. Yeah, exactly. Just taken as as they are. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, do you feel you have anything? else to add about uh, Empire Records? No, I think we kind of covered it. It was a, a movie of its time. It is a bit strange and it does feel a bit disjointed, but at the end of the day, I think that kind of summarises how the movie feels about the world it's, it's representing as well, to be fair. so Yeah, yeah. that's actually a good point. That, that, and I, I actually did quite like how it was about kids that don't all have it sorted and not everything's kind of great for them. And that's isn't that what we all f- felt? Like, yeah. well, not all of us, I'm sure. But um, most people do have that moment where they're just like, I have no idea what I'm fucking doing. <laughs> and there are also people that seem to have everything together and they're always happy. And actually they have nothing um, perfect going on. Yeah. Like it's like, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, they might be hurting as much as anyone else. So yeah, kind of a mental health. Yeah, and they, they talk about clearly there are some dark themes, which brings us back to our, uh, not the room, but the, the disaster artist episodes. Uh, suicide is in there quite a bit. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. it's not hiding from uh, the fact that it exists or. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah. Bef- yeah. I'll put the rating in and I'll announce an idea hat that we will be doing mm-hmm. to celebrate something as well. Um, so are we going to the rating then? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. It's a vault episode. So it's, oh yeah, we, so it's, there's no rating. Sorry, we don't do we do we don't do that for. Yeah, the question is if it's uh, staying. Is it in staying the in the vault? That's the one. I forgot what I did for Never Ending Story. Sorry, God. So Jan, is Empire Records staying in the vault? Empire um, Records remix special fan edition is a big, big anchor in the vault. Yes. Slamming the vault door shut. <laughs> big wheel is turning. Okay. Locked in forever. So I just had this, I, I had this idea. Um, a while back, I meant uh, way, way, way ago, I mentioned we should do like the carry on films and like that'll never happen because it's too extent. There's too many of them and they're a bit the same, right? But in honor of one of the most successful episodes on SoundCloud and in honor of me mentioning it and how much I loved the first one and how much I loved the remake of the reboot because this comes out mid August in September. Was it September? We did hot. No, no it's October. Sorry. October in October. We will be talking about all of, and including a relook after we've watched them all again, the saw series, we will oh. be doing saw one through eight, including jigsaw to relook and see it. Does it hold up a year later? Does it hold up after watching all of the films again? Okay, yeah. Um, to our listeners, you see, that's how you tell a story. You didn't know what what, what film he was talking about <laughs> until the very end. Yeah. Jelly beans. Yes, yes. Uh, it's become instinctual now because I've seen so many films of like how to do story structure. There you go, at an inciting incident of like we talked about this film. Do I explain to my... Yeah, set up. I, I gave a few jelly beans to my mother the other day for the blog starting, like that you should never start a sentence like uh, Bob uh, killed his wife, but uh, the wife was killed in the kitchen and then and, and, and it was bob yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bob, bob hated knives <laughs> until one day he couldn't take any more and he used one and he used the knife that he hated so much 
and he killed her with that hated knife. <laughs> but what a su- laugh there, Nightbe. But she survived and killed him with, with a, a knife, with a bat, with a bat. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Well, I've had my quarter for bullshit for one day. Cluedo, yeah. Uh, and also, I do think that we will return in October to doing another horror month themed, along with some horror films that are out modern releases at the time. But October will definitely be our next horror themed month. We'll try and get all the saws done, which is eight episodes, and uh, we will also get probably we'll cover another few um, of Anouk's favorite and Jan's favorite horror film. We'll probably do uh, excellent some other horror films that we loved as, as children or adults, like a film that genuinely terrified you we, we yeah should, we should check when uh, if hereditary is still in the, in cinemas or when it's going on 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 digital because yeah uh, we can definitely cover it back in october as well if we miss it yeah in that month to yeah do back to back with the exorcist <laughs> yeah because yeah exactly because we just uh me and adam just rewatched the exorcist um to see to have you know um what's it called uh to make comparisons thank you um so um yeah it would be nice to see hereditary um um because i mean the exorcist i mean it's in the, it was it was brought out in the 70s but i think it still holds up now yeah, very much so um okay so before we end episode it's usually we do this at new year yeah i have something else but sure it's your yeah sorry yeah yeah uh we you've listened to a, a nice episode on shine with uh, nicholas thompson uh, since then, uh, immediately afterwards, I went to type his name, uh, David Halfscott, on the internet, and I've seen that he is playing in London and Paris uh, in, in October. <gasps> yes. Yes, yeah, so I'm going to see him. And it's, it's, it's funny because um, I didn't watch the documentary on Netflix. There is a Hello, I am David documentary. It's about his life. And you can see he's just asthmatic. And he's, the, the guy is a bit like um, Mark in this film. It's like always like, ah, and he's, he's always happy, always uh, uh, coming to see uh-huh. you. Oh, what's your name? Everyone all the time. It's like uh, this little old uh, gentle and uh, in, interested and generally uh, excited guy. It's, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure he'll come afterwards to, to, to shake the hands of everyone at the, at the, at the concerts uh, in October. Wow. Wow. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. What a great idea. I'd love great to stuff. go see him. Mm-hmm. Um, at the, at the, at the, drop it a beat there. At the end of last year in the It's a Rap episode, I think we briefly discussed that we wanted to, we wanted to make some resolutions. One of which was the video uh, podcast, which we've done pretty well, actually, on and off. Yeah. Um, um, it's been constant throughout the last um, bunch of episodes, put 40 odd plus. Uh-huh. Um, so... With that in mind, that was a resolution. A year a year on to our podcast, so we've come a long way. Do you guys have any aspirations for the next year? Is there anything we want to branch into? I know we all want to. I know one of which is a live episode. Yeah, but the Definitely. thing is, now that the, the issue that I had before, I no longer really have now that the tech takes care, takes care of itself in the corner there. Uh, but the thing is, it would involve, because we don't have... Uh, all those podcasts, they have producers. Mm, yeah, of course. Yeah. So what I'm doing in the corner discreetly from time to time, so I'm not focused. Well, I'm always focused on the microphone for sure, but mm. the camera not necessarily. Um, except uh, you must probably have seen in uh, the episode when uh, in the Ghostbusters uh, uh, reboot episode when Adam is reading an article which was supposed to be short, which was longer. I started to do some acting business in the background. I... Uh... 
Yeah. You, you, I've shown you the video. I'm, I'm a bit mocking in, in the background, but I showed that to my brother discreetly. He said, look what I did yesterday. It was, it was, um, I, got in, I got too enthralled in that article, man. I'm very sorry. <laughs> no, but it was... Not, it was uh, the thing is that for, for for the it's for the very first time I was actually aware of the camera, so that's why I did stuff. Mm. But usually, for our listeners, obviously, uh, they will enjoy. Uh, obviously, it's just that I was like, oh well, yeah, there's a camera also. But yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as an audio, it was perfectly fine. It's just, mm. uh, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, I think. Um when we didn't have a camera in front, sometimes I, I would almost forget that I was being recorded. And so it's actually quite nice to be reminded like with a camera because, you know, you start projecting, you have more energy in your voice. Like you, you kind of remember that people are listening that don't know you or aren't in the room with you. And so I think it's also like a really good reminder for all of us yeah. to be like, keep on your game and understand that not everyone, you know, like some people are listening. Mm. Something that we have that we didn't have before and it came organically. Now we have a central hub, but there is a website, goodbadstandardpodcast.com. Yeah, that's very true. Which is where, because we had the Podbean, um, which which was podcast uh, and, and, and a specific address, but uh, it was, we had no control and everything. Now you have all the videos and the link to the Podbean uh, podcast episode, the links, uh, because in the actual podcast things, you can't put videos or I put links because you can click on them on podcasts or um, um, other places. By the way, Google just released Android only um, their podcast app, a real one, like a oh. mo two months ago. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you can expect uh, something I suspected um, in retrospect. I completely forgot to ask uh, Nicholas. Um, why is not crazy about Spotify? Uh, maybe because they, I don't know. They are they have a history of uh, not paying artists as they should be, or is it something like this. That's what I thought. That yeah. as he is an artist, it, he probably doesn't see enough uh, kind of comeback or what's it, I don't know revenue. Revenue is the right answer. A revenue for stuff that you put out. So um, yeah, I, yeah, which I can understand because. Um, I, yeah, yeah, I have a resolution, but just like always, it's not only involving me. So I would like, uh, because I have the feeling and I'm not the only one, uh, people we talk to have the same, that I'm kind of leading every time, every episode. Ah. <laughs> oh, we, well, we tried that in Scottish man for a wee bit. I tried to take over and then I forgot. And then, yeah, no, I, that's... you're just so good at it. Yeah. Jan, Jan's naturally stealing the show. We've said this since day one, since, since Jan turned up at the fringe there, the poster there, you yeah. know, he's just been able to command the show, but yeah, I, okay. That's a good idea. I'll tell you what, for the saw month, I'll run it. I'll, I'll lead the entirety of the saw. Well, we all have our strengths. So, you know, like it's not, there's nothing wrong with playing to your strengths. So. Of course. No, I'm all, I've never been like a, you know, the one that steers people i'm usually the one being steered mm, but but then again like i'm sure that, that at some point when you know we've been doing this for a long time there's be a point where like i'll be able to take control yeah. <laughs> it's it also stems from the fact i think that we don't have a producer so i have plenty of notes and i'm okay i need to talk about this and yeah. n now now it's taking care of itself so i'm way more into the episodes yeah yeah um and i'm i can 
way way more react uh, which as i have always done but not always always mm. yeah. Uh, yeah rather yeah. than okay is he finished talking okay my, my next point is coming <laughs> yeah 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 uh, no yeah definitely we, that's good i'll lead i can lead some for uh, the jigsaw share but i think it is actually naturally becoming a, a, a three-way conversation as opposed to a there are some episodes in the beginning that it definitely feels like we're waiting for each other to make a point and then keep talking. But now I definitely feel like it's a freeway conversation. We each can jump in it whenever. Sure. But mm. if you and you want, if you want other people to lead just for a surprise or a resolution, we can do that. Yeah, I'm happy sure. to do that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we did it well. It's, it's we did it perfectly well with the um, Adam Ross Green episode. So we'll continue to do that. <laughs> that's yes, true. That's very um, true. Yeah. And then that's what we do. We try to have. Like, you know, when, because the way we do it, oh yeah, that's a point I had. Um, we, we don't have a producer, but it's fine because we are not, edit, well, the episodes are not edited. Usually it's um, like, well, at least uh, three tracks. And then on audition or any software, you do track by track and you align everything. Um, Ophonic multitrack is, is using a technology which is mixing those three tracks and leveling everything because we're not using all of us the same microphones. The cables are different. Sometimes there is some hum, uh, some hiss. The, when you saw me uh, move and touch some stuff for the Ghostbusters episode, it's because there was... Uh, no, for the um, Shine episode, because there was a weird noise. Mm. At some point, I was like, oh, okay, maybe the cable has just lost the cable. Mm. But that software solved it. Uh, it and uh, because we have this and it's it's either software which cost like 80 uh, euros at the time or a year ago or it's an online service an online service and I will use that online service it's free for two hours a month uh, I will use that service for um, Troll 2 because they have a transcription service oh excellent free transcription so we can have at least some text of that to start to elaborate and see if we can if, do something if, with if, that if we do that yeah mm -hmm. yeah that's yeah. excellent cool. but uh, if i didn't find this uh, software we we couldn't uh, the way i it's edited we do it so let's say there an hour of, of, of content i go through the the software and it takes twice the time of the runtime to actually edit. Well, it took me about four days to do the, the when we had four, five cameras. We had the the GoPro Master Shot, we had, and then we had us three plus Emma. It took me about five to six days to yeah. complete the whole episode the whole way through. Yeah, yeah. But that also was to do with the fact that I recorded my footage on a DSLR camera, and every time I paused and went, um, it threw my audio out of sync to the video. <laughs> it was a fucking nightmare. Mm -hmm. Now and also, it's good because there's the kind of this, the kind of stuff I learned um, in the navy to be conscientious and make sure I have backups. Uh, because, for instance, the Shine episode we recorded, uh, the very first guest we had on the show, I think, well, uh, external guest because we have we had Alistair uh, on the second uh, episode two A, uh, Fringe. But after that, we had quite quickly um, Charles who uh, we use the service called it, it's a service to which is used to uh online which uh, sometimes it doesn't work and if it doesn't work you're screwed the tracks are just lost mm -hmm. and it didn't perfectly well with charles because um his computer was a bit uh, older or whatever but the sound was not great so I, it was a nightmare to edit mm. um now 
my my brother was fine. I don't remember how he did it, but no, we used the, the same system, but it worked. Yeah. Uh, Bonnie, obviously, she's a voiceover actress. That that's one person we, we need to have back to talk. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. About voiceover. Um. Some sometime time this year. Uh. She. Yeah, because I yeah. wasn't there for that episode. Yeah, yeah you're in London. Star Trek. Uh, um. She had obviously a professional microphone, and it was directly plugged, and she recorded her track on her side. And now the way we do it, it took a while. Uh, but now as we are streaming everything, so we obviously have the Zoom H6 recording the tracks, straight the pure tracks straight from the microphones, but everything is now going through the computer and is streamed on YouTube and listed for our patrons. Mm-hmm. So on that, uh, on live video feed, the, 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 the audio is not leveled, is not completely um, good, but still it's there. And we have also the... the, the another kind of Ophonic app, the same kind of the other one, that can do the leveling, but on just one track. So there was a problem when we did Shine. So we lost, well, we, could, we couldn't have the track uh, on the guest side, but it was fine because I had at least two backups, the, the original source and the, and the, the, the video feed. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, as I, as I told uh, um, Nicholas Kwasdziki was, I'm sorry, it just didn't work. It, it stopped. It, it's fine. I'm, I'm kind of obsessed about those things. <laughs> and uh, it, I think it happened once. Uh, we started with Thor. The first five minutes, I forgot to press the button. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. yeah. But the, what, the good thing is, as long as we can hear ourselves, it works. And I just need to make sure that I'm recording uh, on the on the recorder behind, Excellent. but it's the technology is just taking care of itself, which is quite cool to have figured out uh, that That's early on in the yeah process, nice right? yeah 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 because we started videos with the not the live videos but videos with the, um, the, the this year yeah yeah it's January That's yes true. the Scottish month oh okay the new Scottish month no, oh, not <laughs> the one episode we had two we've had two goes of Okadinik in that. I can't remember when the second one was, but the first one was with Emma when she read it Doric words. And then we had another one, but I don't remember when it was. Uh, we was definitely had a round of guessing what some words meant. Wasn't this the, um, in the uh, Bin Laden? With, no, or with, no uh, it wasn't Bin Laden. Laura? No, no. I'd have to look at it. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember the second round of that. Yeah. Anu, do you have a resolution? Anything you want to do with the, the show? Um, Not that I can think of. I mean... I guess just like keep going like as we're doing like I'm very happy with the way that we're doing things now so I guess just keep my energy up Mm. and remember that this is going out to the world (laughs) um I do sometimes forget because I'm like you know with two friends and in my own Living. living room and so I definitely want to work on like you know keeping the flow yeah um but i but then actually maybe um organize my thoughts before i come on um online (laughs) i love it when anuk goes on because audio listeners will know that anuk doesn't speak for long sentences so what anuk makes her point and then stops and then i'll come back and make another point (laughs) if you let anuk speak she like slowly shuts down (laughs) She like just slowly stops. Stop. On. Yeah, yeah. No, um, but it's you know exactly what you're going to say, but then you you for some reason you go too long and you think I've forgotten what I've said, or I think you you go, have I made my point yet? And then 
<laughs> like, wait, what? Well, I didn't know how to say that. Like, so yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, whenever we start podcasting online, like, am I... Start recording. Am I making any sense? Yeah. But, yeah, because sometimes I ramble on and I miss I, I don't really know what i'm saying and then yeah like like the in the ghostbusters uh 2016 oh, yeah. i was talking about chris hemsworth yeah the, the being a caricature of a receptionist in like a 50s film like marilyn monroe that's all i wanted to say but i kind of went on and on and <laughs> i didn't really know how oh, to say it no, so. no, no. um i uh, the one i talked about is involving you so obviously uh, you know from the uh, the stoics that um, it should probably be something that is entirely relying on me. So what I would say really for mine is to change the way I see things and watch it, watch every movie we're about to talk about twice. Yeah, we one, do it sometimes. Yeah. One first time as a movie goer to enjoy it and then uh, being more analytical because I, I watched it. I watched Incredibles 2 and I noticed some weird stuff that I really hated in some other movies. And it, it, for me, it didn't, I was like, oh, Jesus. Uh, and again, it's not, it's not at all related to the fact that it's strong women. It's completely different. It's a plot point. But yeah, watch the film uh, as I used to do before ACS. Just mm. watch the film and, uh, and then watch it again. Yeah, I agree. My one is that I want to wear more than the same shirt in every episode. Uh, if you watch the video feed, I sometimes wear this blue one. I sometimes wear a green one or I'll sometimes wear the, the, the Birds of Paradise t-shirt. I have about three shirts that I wear for the podcast. So I would like to expand my wardrobe of clothes that I wear for the podcast. It doesn't just look like I own three t-shirts. Because I'm sitting in this, I'm like, did we record yesterday's one? Obviously, you're watching this in August. You're watching this on August 19th. No, you're not. Well, if you're watching the if you're on YouTube watching this, the first 30 odd minutes of the episode, you will see that I'm wearing this. I wear a lot of the same clothes. So I would like to have that. But with that in mind, I would also like to maybe have an idea of going for a t-shirt or something later down the line. Or maybe doing the mugs, because we have our own, we have the ego mugs, as we call them, which we don't show as much anymore because we're sitting on the sofa. But I think maybe some mugs or, or a t-shirt or something would be a good idea to think about. We did get the we did get some feedback from a relative of Adam. Okay. Um, saying that maybe we go on for too long she my it was my mom my mom said have you ever considered doing a, like shorter ones not for every episode just like for sometimes if you did a short one because she was like I, sometimes it goes on but i was i thought because i know i do this for podcasts like you pause it and you come back to it and she's like oh i don't usually do that i usually sit and listen to it in one go so that's just for the okay way, so maybe she, that's the way she she consumes the content yeah that's a very good point because i said that in the recent episode oh no privately because as it takes me twice the time i mean the wine episode uh, <laughs> i spent i spent six hours right? six, six hours on yeah. the wine, uh, and that's Again, thank you. Thanks to Ophonic that makes it that I just have to cut uh, the, the the dead times or the mm, or the weird uh, because uh, there, there are some people that just throw the thing out there, and that's what you you yeah. do when you don't have an, a professional editor. Yeah, that's true. Um, most podcasts. I don't know. I need to ask uh, that one time uh, I was abducted by aliens, uh, Jamie and Bree, how they do it because. I, I I don't know uh, if you, if you don't use the, the, the that kind of software if you don't have a professional editor that you have to pay obviously yeah uh, there are companies specialized in helping uh, well in, in providing that service yeah. 
So uh, short, short length episodes. That's that's doable. I think we could do that for certain certain movies or certain. Yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was just something to put out there. We could give it a go. See if it's see if it works. See if it's popular. See if we enjoy doing it. Um, yeah, but, maybe that will be the case for Wood Know. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Alas Poor, did you talk about that online? Oh, Alas Poor, no, we didn't. Um, as an apology, I think we maybe we mentioned it in the first episode we recorded when we came back after the June hiatus. I'm not sure, but if I didn't, we'll mention it again. Um, Alas Poor is essentially our apology or our makeup for missing a month of actually recording live stuff. Um, because one of our Patreon pledges is that you get access to live the live episode streams and also you get the episodes as soon as they're like done so as soon as this is finished Jan once he's put in the, uh, the as soon as they are edited sorry edited uh, as yeah. soon as they are recorded it's if you go for the legendary uh, 600 pound uh, oh right is that 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 ridiculous tier <laughs> sorry so yeah as soon as they're edited so essentially you get loads you get more episodes quicker um, and because June we didn't really have anything new coming out, I was like, right, let's do a series to make up. So Alas Poor is essentially the three of us pick a movie that one or two of the other hosts would not enjoy, for, be it for the content of the movie, be it because it's not a genre they like, a director or an actor they don't like. You know, we pick one, we put it into the hat and we pick one and we watch the movie, we talk about it and we see can we put aside art, what we don't like about the certain thing and can we talk about the movie critically or even find some enjoyment in it. And the, the the obviously the pun is alas poor is from alas poor Yorick. I knew him Horatio. Yeah. Um. So do we really don't have anything else to add now? No. That's me. Yeah. That's me. Okay. Oh, something that also helped a lot with the schedule is that when I started to move when I came in. Oh in yeah, Mar- you moved in, in March. Yeah, and uh, that happened. So thank you again for listening. Uh, that was the episode number 50, uh, the episode uh, for the one year anniversary. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. So thank you again. Yeah, and you can, uh, website, goodbadstandardpodcast.com, mm-hmm. the Patreon. Uh, yeah, everything is still there. And uh, we'll see you around. Yeah, Bye-bye. Yeah. Very soon. We see were. We Here's to another 50. Yes, we were. Adam. Anouk. And Jan. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, guys.